Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Riverhead Town officials will revisit a proposal to allow agritourism resorts on land north of Sound Avenue, Supervisor Tim Hubbard said. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that the public hearing on the code scheduled for this coming week's board meeting has been canceled. After review with various representatives from the farming community, staff members, and after consultation with my fellow board members, we have unanimously agreed to cancel and reschedule the agritourism public hearing scheduled for Wednesday, February 21st at 6.05, Supervisor Hubbard said it last Last Thursday's work session, it is our intention to revisit the subject of agritourism at a future work session. We feel the code changes regarding agritourism previously published need changes beyond those which can be made without republishing, said the Riverhead Town Supervisor. He said the town's Agricultural Advisory Committee and the Long Island Farm Bureau raised concerns to him and other board members last week over the code's limits on what can be done on preserved agricultural land. The Southampton Town Board unanimously approved a six-month extension to its moratorium on battery energy storage systems, BESS, at its meeting last Thursday. Beth Young of East End Beacon reports that the board also agreed to hire consultants VHB Inc. to help them develop new code for siting and safety of BESS facilities based on resident concerns and the recently released recommendations of a New York State BESS task force. Our goal is to limit the size and deal with safety issues, said Southampton Town Supervisor Maria Moore. We're going to be responding to the recommendations from the state. The State Battery Working Group is accepting public comments on their 15 code recommendations through March 5th. The Riverhead Charter School plans to build a larger high school on farmland that would require a special permit from the town. And neighbors are rallying against the proposal, saying the school will change the area's rural charm. Tara Smith reports on Newsday.com that school officials want to build next to the existing high school, a schoolhouse on Sound Avenue that opened after $2.9 million in renovations in 2022. Superintendent Raymond Ankrum said the campus would include sports fields, which the school currently lacks. Ankrum said the schoolhouse was a stopgap solution that can't accommodate growing enrollment. There are over 900 students enrolled from K through 12, split between the high school and the main charter school campus on Middle Country Road in Calverton. The school is in contract to buy 71 acres from Potato Acres LLC and tapped $4.5 million in reserves to buy the land in November 2023. Neither the purchase nor design plans have been finalized. The school borders Aquabog, where some neighbors say that granting one special permit will pave the way for future development on farmland. They say the school will negatively impact traffic, noise, and property values. Four properties are included in the sale. Three closest to Sound Avenue can be developed, which is where the school plans to build. Suffolk County bought the development rights to the fourth property, a 60-acre plot for use solely for farming. 
New York State Nurses Association nurses and healthcare workers at Peconic Bay Medical Center in Riverhead reached a tentative contract agreement with the hospital's parent company, Northwell Health, this past Thursday after a marathon bargaining session. If union members vote to ratify the contract tomorrow, they will avoid a strike authorized to begin this coming Wednesday. Beth Young at East End Beacon reports that, according to New York State Nurses Association, the agreement includes improvements to safe staffing standards, stronger and expedited safe staffing enforcement, protection of NISNA health and pension benefits, and major wage increases. Our NISNA negotiating committee worked hard on this tentative agreement and are proud of the safe staffing improvements and the fact that it will take us from some of the lowest paid health care workers on Long Island to being competitive with other hospitals, said PBMC local president and Southeastern Regional Director Chris Honor. That will help us hire and retain enough nurses to provide quality care our number one goal as nurses and healthcare professionals. The union says it will release more details about the agreement if it is ratified by members tomorrow. The town of Southampton is seeking public input following a recent design study presentation before the Southampton Town Board by the firm Historical Concepts, focused on the downtown business district in Hampton Bays. Tom Gogler reports on 27East.com that the survey kicked off on February 12th and runs through February 29th and follows several meetings held in January between town officials and historical concepts and various Hampton Bays organizations, including the Hampton Bays Civic Association, the Hampton Bays Chamber of Commerce, and the Hampton Bays Citizens Advisory Committee. Residents are encouraged to take the Hampton Bay's Conceptual Design Survey at SouthamptonNY.gov. Cultivating marijuana plants at home for personal use will become legal in New York this spring, more than three years after the state legalized recreational marijuana. Denise Civiletti reports on RiverheadLocal.com that while the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act signed into law by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo on March 31, 2021, legalized limited home cultivation of marijuana for personal use, the law did not allow home growing until the Cannabis Control Board adopted regulations authorizing it. Home grow regulations were approved by the Cannabis Control Board at its meeting Friday, but the regulations will not take effect until after a 60-day comment period, which will begin with publication of the proposed regulations in the New York State Register. The Cannabis Control Board adopted regulations last year allowing individuals with medical marijuana cards and their caregivers to grow their own plants at home. The Cannabis Control Board on Friday also approved its first batch of non-conditional retail licenses. Until now, it had only approved non-medical retail licenses for applicants that met eligibility criteria under the state's Conditional Adult Use Retail Dispensaries Program, which prioritizes justice-involved people. On Friday, the CCB issued 109 licenses, with 38 going to applicants seeking to open a retail dispensary and another 26 going to applicants seeking to operate micro-business licenses for many means. 
This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.